everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of Pop Culture Addicts. I'm Kaylee. And I'm Izzy. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about body image and Botox and kind of just like kind of like it's, it was Botox, right? No, it's so what we were really um, going to focus on in this um, in this edition of Pop Culture Addicts is sort of like trendy plastic surgery, right? Mm-hmm. So now on TikTok, people are ex- obsessing over buckle fat. And if mm-hmm. you don't know what buckle fat is, it's basically like the fat in your cheeks. Um, and so like according to a lot of scientists, like – a lot of whether you have chubby cheeks or not is just genetics, you know? Um, like, there can be very skinny people who just carry a little extra weight in their cheeks. And for a long time, I think that was sort of, you know, that was just the norm. But now a lot of celebrities and influencers are going after that very carved look. So um, it's become really trendy, especially on, like, TikTok, to... Um, to get buckle fat removal where um, it sort of sharpens your cheek cheekbones, sharpens your jawline. Um, and so, you know, on the one hand, like, okay, this is a plastic surgery that people are doing. We see body types and like face structures go sort of in and out of style. But at the same time, um, I think there's an argument to be made that giving people sort of this new insecurity can become kind of problematic too. I feel like there's always a new insecurity to be obsessing over, though. Totally. Like, remember the thigh gap? I Yes, when I do. Everybody was obsessing over. I personally did. I wanted one really bad. Sure. And I think, I'm not sure, because I have a lot of my fat. I have a lot of baby fat on my mm-hmm. face. Anyway, and when you said buckle fat, I, well, first of all, I haven't even heard of this, like, TikTok trend or anything, or, mm-hmm. like, how people are, like, looking to remove this, but also... I didn't think that that's what that was referring to. Oh, Like, no. I'm not sure why we're now, like, are we, like, tired of just attacking parts of, like, the actual body now? So we're just going to attack fat on the face? Like, why right. do you think that, like, there's always just a new thing to be insecure about? I, well, I think part of it is that, you know, the beauty industry is a multi-billion dollar industry. So I think things sort of need to phase in and out of style so that these people can keep making money, if that makes sense, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, so... I don't know. It's like you see, like it used to be like the the ideal body type, and I did air quotes around that, but you guys can't see that. Um, <laughs> but the ideal body type used to be that heroin chic aesthetic where mm-hmm. just as skinny as possible, no fat on your body. And then Kim Kardashian got really big and everyone was looking for that really curvy figure. And now I think the pendulum is sort of swinging in the opposite direction. And so I think part of it It's just like we're obsessed with the idea of innovation and I just think it really sucks sometimes when that whole idea of constantly bettering and bettering and bettering extends to people's bodies Mm -hmm. when, you know, sometimes you just look like how you look like, you know, Mm -hmm. you don't need to constantly better that and is bettering it even bettering it. Right, right. And when you say better, I honestly think that's really interesting because, I mean, we were just talking about it, how uh, David Dobrik's assistant or friend, Natalie, yeah. Natalie Noel, um, just had like a 30-pound weight loss transformation and people are actually giving her crap about it. Yeah. So I just think it's really interesting how whatever a person does kind of like to their body or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, they could either, like she literally lost weight and right. people were shaming her for that. Yeah. So. No. I don't I really just don't see a win here. No, I and I <laughs> I totally get what you're saying. And I think part of it that kind of sucks is just like when you get into the public eye, when you become a celebrity or an influencer, um 
I think people feel a certain degree of ownership over your body, mm-hmm. you know? So whether you're whether you're changing just for um, reasons of your own confidence or you're changing for reasons of your own health, I think people will get attacked. People will feel like they sort of own you, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Or at least become uncomfortable when you change how you look because it doesn't really cater to their idea of what you're supposed to look like anymore. Um, and so I think that can definitely become an issue for sure. Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of just, this might be taking it a little bit far, but I think that that's not only kind of an issue with celebrities, but just with how men think of women's bodies in general. No, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I think women are definitely sort of treated as these sort of sexual objects. Mm -hmm. And so if you, you know, if you start, if you change your body, the idea is, oh, now you're catering to a different demographic. You're not catering to me anymore. So I think maybe in the same way that um, civilians feel like they have a sense of agency over celebrities' bodies. Like maybe men feel the same way about women, which would definitely make it even more difficult to be a celebrity, a female celebrity in the public eye. For oh, sure. for sure. Because then you get double whammyed. Exactly. Much. You know. And so you know, like people, like I don't know if you saw, but a lot of people are um, sort of speculating that Leah Michelle got buckle fat removal surgery, mm-hmm. um, and. I don't, there's just, there's a lot to that, I feel like, you know, like, if she did, and she's not admitting it, like, that's kind of problematic. Um, And if she didn't, and people are just sort of hounding her about, like, a sort of suspected change in appearance, like, that's not really fair either. So Mm -hmm. it's really hard, I think, when there's not this, like, level of expected transparency from celebrities Mm -hmm. to sort of decide whether whether these like changing body types, these changing um, these changing trends, I guess, are working in our favor or mm-hmm. not, you know, or do they need to? I don't know. You know what I'm saying. I definitely know what you're saying, but I think that there's definitely a fine line because if celebrities are doing one thing and saying another, yes. like, that definitely creates like kind of like a story for the, especially if their target audience is like teenage girls. Yes. That if they do this, then they could end up with the with a body just mm-hmm. like the celebrity that they idolize. Yes. But what they're not seeing is like the personal trainer. Right. And like the diet. And yeah. just like either all the good and the bad that goes into or that. All the, the money that goes into that. Like, or the illicit drugs that go mm-hmm. into that. You know, Kaylee mm-hmm. and I were just talking about how this new um, diabetes medication called Ozempic is becoming sort of trendy in Hollywood to help you shed a couple extra pounds. And, you know, no one's being very forthcoming about the fact that they're using that. So, you know, we're hearing from doctors like, oh, like we're, we're definitely doling out more of this. But the celebrities themselves aren't really coming forward and saying this is how this is how it's working. So I totally agree that, you know, that sort of feeds into into especially younger, um, like teenage girls who are mm-hmm. especially vulnerable to that. That sort of feeds into a sense of insecurity when, you know, your diet and your exercise aren't um, transforming your body in the same way. Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of crazy that I'm just reading it right here that this drug is just used to blood sugar. It's used for blood sugar control and mm-hmm. to reduce the risk of heart disease in diabetic patients. Yeah. Like this is just not a drug for weight loss. This is the type of drug where the side of the negative side effect is you're just going to lose a lot of weight. Yes. But the fact that people are taking it for that sole purpose mm-hmm. is just beyond me. Like when you really think about what the end goal is 
once you let so let's just say you take this drug, you are eventually you know, you cut down your diet or whatever, or you're on a strict diet. And mm-hmm. let's say at the very end, you finally achieve your quote unquote dream body. Yeah. And you're really, really thin. And, you know, I don't know, it's like exactly how you want it to look like. Like, what do you do then? Or do you right. think people like this ever achieve that dream body? I, I I think for a lot of people that does become the issue where it's like your dream body isn't your dream body anymore once you achieve it. And I don't know, it just... It definitely becomes really interesting to me when we prioritize this um, this short-term, quote-unquote, attractiveness over, like, long-term health. And I think it's really dangerous. Like, with the whole buckle fat thing, you know, like, um, faces sort of naturally hollow out as you get older. Mm-hmm. So then what ends up happening is that, like, your cheeks get really, really hollow as you start to age. And that can become an issue for some people, especially people whose appearance is their job. And so, you know, with the diet drugs, with that kind of thing, and, you know, st- Plastic surgery is surgery. It's risky. Mm -hmm. And so it's just so interesting to me that in a lot of cases, we are prioritizing this short-term, these short-term goals about how we want our body to look over long-term health. And I think for a lot of people, their healthy bodies aren't really accepted by society as Mm -hmm. attractive, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think... I think that's really where the problem starts to set in. I think it's just crazy how the beauty standard has just changed so much over time. Yes. And I know that, like you said, for the very stereotypical beauty standard, you know, is being skinny and tall, but now that's like changing with like gym culture and everything. Yeah. And I just feel like I don't know exactly what the body standard is now, but whatever it is, I feel like it's to the extreme. So it's like sure. unachievable. Mm-hmm. Um but I think that's honestly, I mean, I don't mean to get all like, oh, let's talk about capitalism here. But I think it's definitely just to drive money to these companies that so girls are just going to be continue to keep spending no, <laughs> spending I, money yeah. mm-hmm. to achieve this body that's just completely unrealistic right. and, and unhealthy. To be fair, I don't think it's just girls either. You know what I mean? Like with this rise in gym culture, we're seeing all of these protein products marketed. Mm-hmm. Like my... Um, my dad and my brother started eating like protein Doritos. They're not like Doritos brand, but they're like these protein chips. And it's just like, you know, that's just another product that you can sell to people, you know? Mm. And so maybe for some people that really is like helpful to their lifestyle and everything. But I think in a lot of cases, like these things are unnecessary. And the only way you can get people to invest so much of their money into these unnecessary products is to sort of create this artificial insecurity for them. Mm -hmm. And I feel like also, I bet guy celebrities also experience a lot of body insecurity. Absolutely. Yeah. The whole pressure of having to go to the gym and having to look a certain way. Yes. No, and I I read something somewhere where, um, who's the guy who plays Captain America? Chris Evans. Yes, Chris Evans. Like, um, they, he had to be like so buff and so ripped that like when you're, when you're properly hydrated, your muscles don't like stand out as well or whatever. Mm-hmm. You don't look as toned because there's like more water in your body. Um, so they would keep him like, so, and this is, this is all allegedly, um, <laughs> they would keep him severely dehydrated during the shooting so that he would look more ripped. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's like, it's like, we see that on the big screen and we're like, wow, his muscles are so big, but it's because he's going through all this nonsense nonsense that is damaging his body, you know, Mm -hmm. or even um, Chris Pratt, you know, like just the idea that 
for him to become a leading man in these Marvel movies, he had to lose so much weight, you know? Mm -hmm. And even then you get people saying like, oh, well, I liked him before. I liked him exactly, before. Exactly, exactly. And so it's just, it's just so weird, you know? Um, and, you know, it's Hollywood, so I don't think you're ever really going to remove the link between, like, your career and how you look. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I think we need to remember that these are people, you know, even if they have all the money to eat well and hire personal trainers, nutritionists, chefs, whatever, these are people who mm -hmm. are going to go through, like, the ups and downs of life. You know, they're going to they're gonna have children and they're, you know, just going to age. And mm -hmm. so these standards just are kind of ridiculous. I think I also, I definitely agree. And I think it's just also ridiculous to put people through unhealthy and unnatural, like put them onto unnatural diets and everything mm -hmm. and to make them do unnatural things to create something that's supposed to be standard. Yes. Do you think that's a little contradictory? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, I don't know. Like, everyone's every like we just we make up these things you know like yeah. remember when and this might still be going on but remember when everyone was like scared of gluten you know it's like mm -hmm. and so for people who have celiac disease or people who um are gluten intolerant or whatever like yeah that is maybe something you need to um you need to be conscious of but for the rest of the population like scientists have proved over and over again that gluten's not going to hurt you but mm -hmm. because we want like that la lifestyle so badly even if you live in normal Illinois you're gonna start you're gonna start pouring more money into these gluten-free products I remember that when that was such yes. a big thing and I remember just people saying like nutritionists like posting on Instagram and everything saying you need to have carbs to give you energy throughout the day or right. else you're gonna be you're gonna start burning muscle exactly Especially you know when you work out right yeah. and then you know all these people like aren't and so um, for those of you who don't know, gluten is a type of protein that's found in um, wheat, rye, and barley. And then I believe it's also, there's like another kind of grain that's like a mix of rye and barley. And I'm pretty sure it's found in there too. So it's really, it's really just this protein. It's completely harmless to the human body. Um, but people sort of avoid it like the plague because, you know, it's thought to, or for a while people thought it would like make you all bloated. Um stuff like that. And, you know, speak, like when we talk about like trends of like exercise and like body types, I think it's interesting to also look at trends in diets too, mm -hmm. you know, because it's the same thing, you know, it's marketing. So, you know, there was like in the, in the nineties or whatever, it was everything needed to be fat free because everyone thought fat was the worst thing. And the mm -hmm. nutritionists are like, Hey, you know, you need fat in your diet. You need fat on your body to live, you know? And so now, it, and then we did no sugar and now we're doing high protein and it's just, it's impossible to keep up, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and do you remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses? Yeah. When that what was, was trendy? That? Oh what my, was that? right. And that's unhealthy. Like only drinking juice the entire yes. day. Yes. For like, I for mean, like you a, know a week. I fell for it. Right. But what was that? Right. You know, you're not like, yeah, great. You're getting vitamins and minerals and stuff, but your body needs like fat and protein and carbs to survive. <laughs> and the thing is whenever there, it's marketed in that way like oh there's no fat in this there's no sugar in this there's going to be another element in the food that goes up so true like skyrocket Absolutely. right so you're going to get too much of that one yes that one element i guess right yeah. and in a lot of um, or ingredients sorry no, I'm, like, no. I'm like losing the, no. the word there but you're totally fine <laughs> um but in a lot of like gluten-free products like they take out the gluten but now it tastes like garbage so you have to replace it with like potato starch or tapioca or starch. sugar yeah. exactly exact. and that like spikes your blood sugar when <laughs> Alternatively, you could have had a whole
whole grain that is perfectly healthy for you, you know? So ridiculous. Exactly. But it's like, you know, but because these are things, these are ideals that can be sold to us, you know, I'm sure juice cleanses were not cheap. Mm -hmm. um, But because these are things that can be sold to us, um, there's that sort of like, there's that financial incentive to keep breeding these insecurities, Mm -hmm. which is really sad, especially when it comes from places like TikTok, where the user base is pretty young. Definitely. Definitely. Well, that is a positive note <laughs> to end this episode on. I guess we got a little off track, but what does that true. not happen? <laughs> we, just, we just have so many thoughts to share with you We have all. too many thoughts, but that is definitely our two cents of, as two college women on dieting and body image and all of that fun stuff. So I hope that you enjoyed this week's episode of Pop Culture Addicts because we were talking about pop culture at one point. <laughs> and make sure to I feel like I'm a YouTuber make sure to follow the vedette on all their social media accounts and um, yeah we'll be back next week with another super interesting and super awesome podcast episode it'll be juicy it'll be juicy I don't know what we're going to talk about yet but we'll figure it out the day before like we always do yeah thank you all for listening bye 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 (laughs)